let's go back again you know consistent as always right I just how long has it actually been it's been a solid three weeks i think really well but there's been a f- yeah because we haven't done it in a while because well, i was you gone done one without me though at all with any I of your friends maybe no no definitely not with friends over zoom oh. it's usually either i'm doing it by myself or, but hopefully we're starting to do some nfl ones but yeah we're kicking this sucker off with a bang haven't been i don't even know if i can do this anymore honestly but at least i haven't following the ufc and we were gonna start a little bit earlier but bianca felt like it was completely necessary <laughs> to turn a lamp off that i had a cool little death star glow lamp thing and in doing that she knocked over my perfectly full glass of water onto my chair <laughs> right on the chair just but it was actually one of the most impressive ones ever because she completely missed the desk it just <laughs> went right down into the seat of the chair and then dripped out the back because so the chair is made of mesh very minimal mess but still <laughs> i have no idea how she did that for sure but feels good to be back and what have you been up to bianca you know we've, we've been just chilling. been i feel like taking trips yeah I bianca's went been to gone arizona I've been gone yeah, we went to California. We're going to California again this upcoming weekend. Just for my grandma. It, does it count as California, though? It does. It's like going to the desert. Yeah. What do you? I was going to ask my sister that. What do you think going to California means? Like when you say like I'm going to California. Like even though I know you can go to like Northern California, but like, what do you think counts? Like it's like San Francisco and below. Yeah. <laughs> or like Sacramento or something. Anything above that, I feel like you're just I like know. in Southern just, Oregon. I agree. <laughs> literally but. actually that's a good point i would say san francisco is the first thing that counts as california yeah i don't know because everything above that's like state of jefferson almost right no i don't know oh. never, never mind but okay <laughs> we're not so obviously we're going to talk about ufc i don't want to go back too far because ufc 277 that was a bit ago the london card um Aspinall versus blades that was a bit ago and then um that was before that and then this last one was santos versus hill i'll go over like a couple things but i'm just gonna do like main bullet points but first i came up with a very interesting thing that has nothing to do with ufc and i thought we would share it with you guys mm-hmm. so me and bianca are very big tv show connoisseurs especially because of covid and we have been watching basically any funny comedy and we i wanted to go through and i kind of wanted to get bianca's thoughts on what her top five um, funniest tv characters are <laughs> and we'll do so what we're gonna do is we're gonna do one honorable mention one and then our top five and then i'll give mine but at first i want to get bianca to give hers first yeah well because just to preface we know it's not a sports th- related thing but if we are always giving you guys um movies. our opinions and like little reviews and everything so if some of these characters you've never heard of or you haven't seen the shows you should definitely watch the shows i might do a little pop-up of their faces uh, a okay. picture if you've never seen them but most likely you have talked i wish i wrote these down because i listed them to you like because we were just talking about the idea of doing this and all these funny tv shows and characters and i so for honorable mention i didn't even think about that one give your top five and then somebody that you're like that just missed it okay so number at number five i think i would put dwight from the office Steeler. Yeah. We were talking it about this before. Scott, I w- but yeah. <laughs> I changed it to Dwight because I forgot about him and when Kel told me his then I stole Dwight. Yeah. We we came to the conclusion that Michael Scott's more cringe than funny, but he is hilarious. But yeah. a lot of the stuff he does, it's like, but like but a lot of the stuff the white stuff that he has, his one liners and stuff, those are hilarious. Yeah. So I would say Dwight. Mm-hmm. Fourth, I think I gave it to um Erlich Bachman. 
from Silicon Valley. Silicon you haven't seen Valley. that tune in, boy. It's literally. I'm. We're obviously late to the party on this one, but I yeah, because I've very never had late to Silicon Valley. Anything like I haven't had any HBO Max anything, and then I decided because Bianca's I, sister had a subscription, and then yeah. it expired, and I started it, and I was like, I have to finish it, so yeah. I got it, and then I basically just paid fifteen dollars to watch the rest. Literally, of Silicon just Valley. I didn't watch, watch any other the movies on HBO Max. Yeah. There's six seasons, right? Mm-hmm. And they, yeah, and Ehrlich Bachman's not in the last season or last two, right? Or just mm-hmm. the last one? The last two. The last two, but he's by far the funniest one in the first four. Mm-hmm. Um, my third. <clears throat> I think I gave this to Spencer from Again, iCarly. Again, a loser, girl. No, uh, you can't we do ta- that. We talked about I thought about I had him. a unique list, and then you I was like, You didn't have Spencer on your list. We I ca- we added him after you and I talked about it. Okay, 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 okay. That's not, but I am I wrong? I was, yeah, my you brain mentioned him. She's just stealing all my guys. He wasn't on your list. <laughs> I, I said I might replace... We'll okay, go. well, we'll go over your list. I mean, okay. her list is basically mine. Third is spencer number two Spencer. number two is oh wait no i did this wrong how do you mess up a list of five guys number five was was ehrlich bachman my honorable mention was dwight because Mm. number four was spencer Mm -hmm. number three was um schmidt yeah number from i from new girl so new girl Kel said you can only have one character <laughs> per show, but I'm putting two. Yeah. Because Nick and Schmidt are the top, like, funny for me. Yeah. So, number three is Schmidt. Number two is Nick. But they could honestly be tied for two and three. Like, could go other way. Number one, we've talked about this before, is Phil Miller from... <laughs> Tandy. <laughs> from <laughs> Last Man on Earth. Yeah. That's literally the funniest, most underrated show that... I don't think literally anyone has seen. It's on Hulu, babies. And it's Check so it good. There's three, four seasons? Three seasons? Mm, four, I think. Four? Right? Or no. And they always I have think. little special guest stars, like Will Ferrell was on it. They're, it's just Jason like Sudeikis. such a funny cast. Yeah, Jason Sudeikis. Ted Lasso's on it. And the whole idea is so weird now, watching it after the pandemic, because that show came out like way before COVID, and it's literally about how a virus killed everyone in the world and he is the last person on earth until he goes around the country and he like starts seeing that a couple people were immune mm-hmm. and survived the virus yeah but it's just so weird because it literally rewatching it during covid like we rewatched it i think during quarantine yeah. we're like this is literally how we're living because they were like in bubbles wearing masks like it's so weird yeah it was really relatable for the time but yeah that that honestly so the top my top three shows of all time it has to be i can't put it in any specific order but it's definitely (laughs) silicon valley um last man on earth and then i think i'm gonna have to go with uh the td ted lasso what not new girl well new girl is fun but it's I don't know. It just you laugh way more yeah, New Girl than that, you did Ted Lasso. It's more like one of my favorite shows. Oh, I really okay. like it, and I was okay. late to the party. We're always late to the party. We should come up with a. We should have a movie podcast called like Late to the Party, because That's we always idea. seem to see it a movie like a year after it's been released. Yeah, and we're like talking about it, and it's like yeah, <laughs> we've like, this is the seen best thing that. ever. But yeah, my list though. You yeah, you finish yours. Yeah, let's go. Let's hear yours. My- Ours are very different. Mm, okay i'll go with my I'll, we're just gonna bang this sucker off all right ready 
So I guess honorable mention, I'm gonna have to do. Um, I'll do Ehrlich Bachman. Okay. Okay. Ehrlich Bachman, honorable mention, and then so that doesn't necessarily count. And then I'll go number five. I had Dwight. Number four, I have my well. Actually, I'll do this. Number five <laughs> is Jamie Tart from Ted Lasso. Yeah. Number four is Dwight Schrute. Number three, I had. To, I think it was. Was it Spencer? Yeah, I think, I you think had it was Spencer. Sp- no, oh fuck, dude. There's so many funny people. No, I'm gonna have to go number three. It has to be. I love Bertram Guilfoyle from Silicon Valley. Okay. <laughs> so I, and, you're okay. And then number two and number one. Actually, I'm gonna do this. I I really think <laughs> that Spencer Spencer Shea's number two, and I can't. I think Nick Miller and Tandy Miller, the Millers from True, are th- they're two equal number shows. one. I cannot put them. I the get the Millers that. though. <laughs> that's funny. Okay, I um, can't put one above the other. So that's a tie for first, and then second is Spencer, and then number three is Bertram, and then what I say number four is um, Jamie. Yeah. Or no, no, number four is Dwight, five. and then number five is Jamie Tart. And then Interesting. Early, and, and oh, then, so our lists are so different. Yeah. Well, I just had to come up with that right now to make it different. But that's honestly, now thinking about it, I think that's what I would that's do. What Early you, Bachman yeah. is freaking hilarious, but the fact that he left the show just like kind of sucks. Yeah, I don't really think... I think Gert, or Bertram. Bertram. I think he's so funny for some Kellen reason. It's just him. so weird. He's just got the big dick energy he's going like on very dry humor <laughs> like he doesn't smile or literally have any emotion but he just says really like funny one-liners mm-hmm. and it, he's the teacher from spider-man yeah yeah and Martin then star or whatever his name is yeah he's absolutely so cool what else oh and spencer from iCarly is what made the show like hell and i mm-hmm, literally can re-watch far. iCarly still now and he we can laugh because he's yeah. the funniest. Like he should have been in so many other things because he's freaking hilarious. What's his name in real life? Jerry Trainer. Yeah, Jerry Trainer. We love him. Jerry Trainer, Stan. Yeah, but that kind of I, I had we kind of spoiled it a little bit because we just couldn't help talking about it. We were just sitting in her backyard and I, was, I wanted to hear her list so bad. Yeah, but and I got a couple like because we didn't even talk about Spencer till after the fact because we just started thinking of like what are some really mainstream sit- sitcoms, mainstream mm-hmm. sitcoms. Yeah, and we just said like iCarly and we we're like yeah definitely Spencer has to be on the list. Yeah, but transitioning this is a ufc podcast am i right and you have those were really... our recommendations though for the shows yeah if you guys i mean i'm sure a ton of people have seen him but tell us your favorite hot take on those your favorite character down ones. below yeah your fun your favorite like funniest person you think is in us that's in a show mm-hmm. let us know yeah nick miller and tanny miller dude something about the millers with the last name literally they could be they actually could be siblings in real life and then ted lasso is literally Tan- tandy miller's brother in the show um they all relate it's weird so they're all just like interconnected and it's hilarious but ufc podcast wanted to come at you with a couple things that just kind of okay the, the the number one thing just going back not too far okay while i was watching the jamal hill versus um santos card mm-hmm. all right what what's one dude we got to clip this right now. What's one guy that we've been talking about for a while who's been an absolute killer, okay? Michelle Olashejic at 205. He's hung with the best of them. He's beat like Modestus Bokowskis. He's hung with guys like Dustin Jacoby for three rounds, and I thought he was honestly kind of winning that fight until there was kind of a big moment in there for Dustin Jacoby. But our boy, 
moves down to the 185 pound weight class and in my opinion it's over for other middleweights because this dude okay he's not ranked and i i think he's just so fresh on like i don't even think because i look on this one website mma ranked or whatever and they don't even have him on there they don't even have like a baseline ranking for him and i was going looking through it he's legit if we just put him against anybody else in that division i'm pretty sure that he is going to beat them because the fact that he just hangs with dudes like dustin jacoby who just took out Dawin jung who's one of the scariest light heavyweights in the ufc mm-hmm. just set speaks volumes and i know sam alvey he's sam alvey's kind of on a down and out like he hasn't lost in a bit but like i'm so pumped that he decided because everybody was talking while i was watching like his, his other fights joe rogan everybody's saying this guy could be an absolute beast if he just loses a little bit of body fat and goes down to 185 and now that he's done it the his tool like his skill set is absolutely perfect for to beat anybody in that division because his boxing his head movement and his takedown defense like we saw sam alvey try to shoot on him his sprawl was so strong and then also the way he just bobs his shoulders and is constantly moving and throws hooks and absolutely has knockout power i really do think that he's going to be probably in the top 10 at least by the end of this year because since he has been fighting guys that are so big there's no reason why we can't put him against another dude like guys that are really high up in the division because his grappling because just the fact that he's felt those bigger stronger guys i just think that he's going to be so good and i've been so high on him it's just that when you have when you're not when you're fighting in a weight class above what you probably should be at it's kind of like a 50 50 shot especially when you're Mm -hmm. that good and you're fighting guys like dustin jacoby that they're going to probably be in the top 10. They're going to be like future title challengers. It's just a 50-50 toss-up. It's like whoever's better on that night, and especially when you don't necessarily have as much strength or attributes as some of those other guys, it's just kind of, it's tough to string wins together because those guys are just so big and all it takes is one blow. But since he's used to feeling that huge power, I really think that he could give anybody in the top five a run for their cash because he's probably now... In the middleweight division if they just fast track him he's going to be one of the most exciting guys to watch just because of his style and that's the one thing that i can't emphasize more is if in order to be israel Desanya, you can't freaking be scared of him mm-hmm. like against jared cannonier dude jared cannonier actually had a little bit of success because he actually was kind of pushing the pace a little bit and pressing um israel up against the octagon and landing a little some strikes but yeah that's you just have to bob your head and just absolutely pray because beating israel adesanya you can't just stay on the outside and beat him but i guess michelle Ojejic, that's the biggest thing that i took away from last week's card is i had to because i was literally in the shower and then i and then i got i had my volume up all the way just to make sure i knew when the fight was coming on and then when they announced the walkouts and stuff i hopped out and i just watched it in my oh bathroom. my god because i was like dude this is not gonna go well for sam alvey because michelle she's like and i didn't realize that he was moving down to 185 that's how much out of the loop i've been with ufc that's but crazy yeah i'm so pumped for him but yeah boys and then there's just been so many absolutely sick fights that have been announced dude like literally i know i'm, I'm kind of out here like literally they have been announced like two weeks ago but Piotr Jan versus Sean O'Malley okay I I, I I was thinking about this today is that Piotr Jan versus Sean O'Malley terrible matchup nobody understands why Piotr Jan I mean nobody understands why <laughs> I wrote sugar birdie sugar <laughs> sugar sean nobody understands why sugar sean would want to take this fight against Piotr. and 
This is what I, again, in the shower. The shower is the absolute best place for good thoughts. And all right. If you were Sugar Sean O'Malley, Bianca, though, uh-huh. and you know Piotr Jan, former bantamweight champion, won the last two rounds against the current champion, Aljamain Sterling, who a lot of people aren't too fond of. But why would Sugar Sean want to take this fight? And why would Dana White be sold on making this fight? I'll tell you why right now. It's because of the main event this upcoming week. This is why the Sugar Sean O'Malley fight makes sense. If Marlon Vera gets by Dominic Cruz, it's bam. Dominic Cruz has been like called that like Sugar Sean O'Malley has wanted to fight Dominic Cruz. Okay. It's perfect if Dominic wins. But the biggest fight that I think that people are forgetting about is a Marlon Vera versus Sean O'Malley number two. Because both of these guys have. I mean, Marlon Vera, he basically has beef with everybody in the division because he doesn't give a shit. And he has, like, the best mentality ever. And he has a chin of steel. And so he's a good matchup against anybody that can really... That has good hands in the Bantamweight division. But, like, Piotr Jan and Marlon Vera, they also have history. But I really do think that the biggest selling point that Dana White's, like, seeing money signs is if Marlon Vera wins here and Sean O'Malley wins the fight against Piotr Jan, that could be one of the biggest fights in the history of the UFC because the build-up to that will be insane. Sean O'Malley can somehow beat the number one contender in Piotr Jan. I mean, he's probably going to become the cash cow for the year. I mean, he already brings in so much money, but if you can somehow beat a guy like Piotr Jan, who I think had an off night against Aljamain Sterling, he's going he's gonna to be the guy. And I, I, I was saying that going into the Pedro Munoz fight, how I think that kind of for some of these guys like the ship is sailed on be like beating sean o'malley easily dude like his ground game is evolving is striking some of the best and he gives even against pedro munoz like pedro was so scared to engage but that's the thing marlon vera is not afraid to engage with him because he kind of has like the length and attributes to uh match him striking wise because marlon vera if you marlon vera can't pick you apart from the outside too like he'll he'll he can take you to the ground and like i don't think sean o'malley Sean O'Malley, when it comes down to it, when Sean O'Malley, if Sean O'Malley gets past Piotr Jan, he's not, dude, fighting a guy like Jose Aldo, TJ Dillashaw, um, Aljamain Sterling, all those guys want to take it to the ground. Marlon Vera doesn't give a shit. So that's why it's so sick is because Marlon Vera will just stand on the feet with him. But that's why I, that's my like selling point on why Dana White was like, okay, the Piotr Jan versus Sean O'Malley is just because there's a huge, this, there's a huge fight this weekend in San Diego and mm-hmm. it could just bring so much cash, but yeah. And it, it'll be actually exciting too. Like a lot of those guys, when things aren't going well for them on the feet, they just want to take the fight to the ground. Like Aljamain Sterling, but Marlon Vera, he's like, I, I honestly think Mar- Marlon Vera, besides Marab Dalashvili, he's probably the most dangerous in the division just because you can hit him with a knockout blow and he's not going away. He could lose every single round, but then he'll just put the pace on you. And then he, he can just front kick you in the face. Like he did to Frankie Edgar. Like he doesn't have to have the fight going his way in order for him to like get a dub. Like he could be losing like three rounds in a five round fight. And then all of a sudden just turn it on in the fourth and then it's all over. But yeah, I think that the, I, that's the biggest, because when I was making my, um, card the fights i want to see most uh-huh. i put sean o'malley versus marlon vera too on there because i <laughs> that fight will be absolutely sick because marlon vera he's just not scared of anybody and it's like the sickest thing ever because the bantamweight division is full of absolute killers and he's evolved so much 
in the last few fights. Like when he fought Jose Aldo, uh, I was like pretty sure that he wasn't going to beat Jose Aldo. But ever since he fought David Grant, beat Frankie Edgar, and then put that masterclass on against Rob Font, he's a completely different guy. And I really do think Dominic Cruz bit off a little bit more than he could chew. But do you think who do you think is going to win? Do you think Dominic Cruz is going to win or Marlon Vera? I think Marlon Vera. Yeah. The only thing is Dominic Cruz, he's got really good footwork though, and like that's obviously known. And he. He's so I mean, hard he to hit. Good. He gets yeah. touched sometimes because against Pedro Munoz, he got touched a couple times. And after that, Pedro had nothing for him. So it's just going to be interesting to see what type of game plan Marlon goes. Because like, even even if Dominic lands a few shots, it's not going to affect Marlon whatsoever. Because Marlon, he literally got cracked so many times by Rob Font and wasn't touching Rob Font that much. And Rob Font's face just puffed up like a balloon. Yeah. And Marlon didn't even look like he was at the end of a... Um, <laughs> A fight like he didn't even he wasn't even affected he just wears it so well dude and it was a pretty hard fought decision too but dang yeah i'm just that's really like the only fight like obviously david onama versus nate land where that's going to be a sick fight gerald mershart bruno silva bruno silva is a beast because he alex Pereira Pereira is fighting <laughs> israel desanya now for the um undisputed middleweight title and if you uh, go back you know a little bit bruno silva gave him some trouble so like bruno silva's legit um that but yeah that's like the literally the only fight that i really wanted to highlight there's some good ones but yeah the marlon vera versus dominic cruz it has just so many huge implications for the uh, lots of revenue yeah but also just if if marlon vera can win this fight i really do think that he's probably i think he's in line to be a title challenger and then also dude actually what i was so pumped about amanda nunes getting her belt back against oh. juliana pena i i can't i dude i'm sorry i just can't stand no, juliana yeah pena, bro i know everybody i was texting my one friend and he's like that is sick and he was he did. loves juliana pena and stuff you can't knock her but i just she just kind of rubs me the wrong way dude I don't know. wasn't she the the girl that like when we first started um the podcast that i was yeah, like yeah, made the yeah. joke about yeah 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 and you posted a clip yeah that was funny but yeah she's yeah no no because you were you. like because you said that she was attractive yeah well or I, was something. Just, I was just joking but, but she the, is like for being in the ufc like i feel like you don't see a lot of girls yeah. who like try to get all dolled up and like yeah and they, actually yeah but going back to her i guess i was so pumped for the um i was so pumped for muhammad usman he won the ultimate fighter first brothers i think to everyone the ultimate fighter that's pretty sick and then also juliana miller who um she were that was uh pooh bear yeah uh-huh that was pooh bear yeah pooh bear was on the card too yeah dude this actually okay low-key though i know a couple fights got canceled but it was like the perfect length ever the hill versus santos <laughs> card was so sick because I, I i missed the first two fights but then brian battle absolutely destroyed takashi tensato i was so pumped brian battle he's, he's so good he's legit he moved down to 170 I bro i told you yeah that once he, he was i called it from the beginning when we watched the show that he was my favorite that he was gonna win and no, yeah. he called trey sean yeah. winning no yeah and then they fought right yeah and he still won oh yeah dude trey sean he's actually struggled too because he lost to cody brundage but like brian See? battle he's legit bro mm -hmm. he's his kicks say? are so fast and he's got good hands i should be i should be betting on fights yeah and him versus brian barbarina would be a sick fight but brian barbarina he also has spells a y because like brian battle he was like i don't like how you spell your name he's like it's brian with a y and then the commentators were like he does spell it with a Y though. So he kind of like fucked up That's the call so out, but it's awkward. okay. But Brian Battle was a beast. And then obviously we got done talking about Michelle. Terrence McKinney, my dad was like, 
Well, Terrence McKinney fought because I think Terrence McKinney wants to fight ba- Patty the Batty. There's no mm. way in hell Terrence McKinney. I mean, Patty would take that fight. Terrence McKinney's way too scary. Terrible matchup for Patty just because Terrence is just so <laughs> heavy handed. He's just so funny looking. He's got the sickest haircut in the sport for sure. And mm-hmm. so, okay. But I was pumped to see Juliana Miller. She absolutely dismantled Brogan Walker. Muhammad Usman stunned Zach Powell. Uh, her name is Brogan? Yeah, Joe Brogan. Imagine if you're, you were a girl and your name was Brogan. It's okay. She's from Guam. Oh. She'll let you know about it too. Well, her thinks is America, that she's from the United States. Doesn't Guam count as America? Don't I think, think it's like a territory. So. Yeah. Oh. Well, there's like a military base there and stuff. Uh, I don't know, but yeah. that's just a, I've never heard that name, especially for a girl. Brogan? Mm-hmm. I feel like that'd be a guy's name. No. I think Brogan's a pretty neutral name. What's up, bro? Brogan. What's up, Joe? Broster. Brogster. Brogster. She's an elementary school teacher, I think. But the main. She's an elementary school teacher, and her hobby is fighting in the UFC. There's no way. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's an elementary school teacher. How do you have time to train? I don't know. She fights. She fights (laughs) time. She's going to have to find more time, too, because Juliana Miller actually put it on I feel her. like that is not a good thing to, like, to, like, do as your side job. Like, oh, yeah, hey, kids, like, sorry, I'm a little not feeling that well today. I could my have lied eyes, just now, but I'm pretty sure. My eyes swollen because I got beat up because <laughs> I do fighting for a living on the side. Do you want nice things in this classroom? <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it's not do you want to have a, a good, Christmas like, you're not thing to tell kids yeah and then our boy yamhal hill yamhal hill <laughs> is an absolute killer because i think that he out of anybody besides magomed ankalaev if there's anybody more there's nobody more exciting in the division besides the champ jamal hill versus hiri prohoshka would probably be one of the greatest fights in the history of the ufc mm. because jamal hill even though he, I don't think he understands that he's fighting in a division that anybody can get knocked out at any given time at light heavyweight, but he doesn't give a shit and he has really good head movement and he throws absolute nukes. So when they connect with people there, they go out, they go out cold, but <laughs> they go, I, they go, <laughs> but I do, watching him get in the phone booth, like he says, and throw is just the most, he calls it the phone booth. Yeah. Like fighting in a phone booth, bro. Cause it's like such close that. quarters. But yeah, Jamal Hill fights like he's like a flyweight sometimes, and he's just so unbelievably good. But yeah, um, then there was like one, more, there was like a couple other things that I wanted to uh, mention. So but going back to UFC 277, obviously, I think the one fight everybody wants to see that's Alexander Alexander Pantoja versus Brandon Moreno. If Brandon mm-hmm. Moreno can just get a dub over Figgy again, you have to do Pantoja because Pantoja has that dub over Brandon Moreno. You have to do that fight because I think Alexandre. He's the man right now, dude. Like he just ran in there and choked out Alex Perez, and that's not easy to do whatsoever. (laughs) Alejandro, he he's just so good, and he I feel he's just so underrated. The one twenty five pound division doesn't get enough love for sure, but he's so exciting. His striking so good, and then he can just take your back in an instant. And so, yeah, that those are the main. So Michelle Oshajek, Jan versus Sugarbird, Alejandro Pantoja, and then the last one of the last things I need to talk about. It's on UFC 280, okay? Uh-huh. This is a hot take right now. But <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say this right now. is Mataj Gamrot versus Benil Darius. Mataj Gamrot's toughest fight by far has been against Armand Sarukian. And I will say this. Ar- Mataj Gamrot, 
his toughest fight is going to remain against Armand Sarukian. Okay, I know the lightweight really? division is absolutely stacked with freaking monsters, but I think Armand Sarukian is like the best in the world, basically, and I think he can beat anybody in the world. I, I was thinking about this. I honestly don't think it's too far-fetched to think that Mataj Gamrot makes light work of Benil Dariush. I know it's a hot take. I know Benil <laughs> Dariush is an absolute beast mode. I know he's great. But what is Benil Dariush? Benil Dariush, he's going to want to take you He's going to want to take you down to the ground mm-hmm. and he's going to want to beat you up. <laughs> but you can't do that against Mataj. That game plan is simply not going to work because Mataj has Olympic style wrestling, like Olympic level wrestling. And when a absolute superhero like Armand Sarukian like tries to take you down or like just like those scrambles watching the Mataj Gamrot versus Armand Sarukian fight which is pound for pound one of the best of the year like Ar- Mataj isn't staying on the ground if you take him down so like that's just absolutely not an option so you're just gonna have to beat him on the feet and when it comes to who's better on the feet I'm gonna have to go with Mataj Gamrot mm-hmm. and I think Mataj just has more avenues to beat Benil I know Benil is a stud okay I'm not taking that away from him but it's just really hard for me to imagine a world in which any fight is harder than what he just endured against Armand Sarukian, okay? And now he's like, okay, this I know this is like tough, but he's fought Tony Ferguson who looked good his last time out, but like this was maybe a different Tony Ferguson back in 2021. And then he beat Diego Fijera via split decision, Scott Holtzman, Dakar Close. Those are like good guys, but I'm sorry, bro, but when if you if you I don't care how you do it, but when you get, have a W next to your name after fighting a guy named Armand Sarukian, that just like <laughs> means a lot more to me than beating <laughs> holding down Tony Ferguson for like 25 minutes or whatever the fuck he did, 15 minutes. That's what I know. Benil Darius is absolute killer. He's he's got great ground game, but that ground game's canceled out by Mataj Camera, dude. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. Um. So that's my th- those are my hot takes. Is my, Michelle Olszewski's scariest contender? I think Mataj makes light work of Benil Dariush, and then also um, the Piotr Jan versus Sugar Sean O'Malley. Are we going to try to watch this sense. on Saturday hmm. when we're at your grandma's? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that's the day of the golf tournament. Yeah, probably huh? not. Probably not. Well, you can watch. rewatch the fights. Yeah, I can, I'm going to rewatch the main event for sure. Marlon Vera is much watch TV every single time. Yeah. Is there anything else, Bianca, that you just wanted to get off your chest um, regarding the UFC? The UFSA? 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 Um, honestly, let's check let's check out Love that Connor's becoming an actor. Love that, honestly. Like go off, make that but make then that I bag. think you tweeted something today saying he's you guys are going to get ready to witness the greatest MMA comeback of all time. What? So we got to focus on one thing. He's doing too much. Oh. Dude, I honestly think if he comes back, who the fuck are you gonna fight? What are you gonna? What do you want to do here, Connor? Yeah. What are you trying to do here? He. You trying to get knocked out by Justin Gaethje? Yeah, exactly. It's are like you trying he to? Uh, he's so so good. Get but... knocked out by Michael Chandler, or are you trying to get knocked out by like anybody else? Connor is still such a good fighter, but I feel like the guys that are in that division now or weight class have literally improved so much. Where he has, he's like more. Ooh, he's at I, a standstill. Yeah. Let's talk about something right now. Lovani doesn't listen, and I'm the one no, talking I'm, right I'm, now. I'm literally agreeing with you on how good 
the lightweight division is. Literally, all these great guys are influxing. All these guys are going down. Like Dan Hooker's yeah. moving down. Tony Ferguson yeah. moving down. Connor's moving down. Demirish Magulov, Jalen Turner, Armand Sarukian, Mataj Gamrat, guys like Jamie Malarkey. All these dudes coming up, bro. And it's just going to get tougher and tougher the longer you wait. The, the, the window for Connor, honestly, to get a title, I think, is absolutely closed. Yeah. Because there's there's just no way that he can that beat he Charles would go Oliveira, bro. All those guys. Yeah. And if it and if by somehow he did beat Charles Oliveira, what are you gonna do? Defend it against Islam Makachev? <laughs> there's like, no, no way Connor then, could beat Charles. And then if if if, if by the the craziest thing ever that he beat Islam Makachev, what are you gonna do? Fight Dustin Poirier, the guy who beat you twice in a row? <laughs> like, no. Like this just isn't gonna happen. But I think that honestly, the goaded, the goaded, the greatest lightweight of all time is Michael Chandler. Really? Greatest? No, I'm just kidding. But oh, like, but I, like, no, I'm just, I'm just saying. Bold when statement. Did, when did Mans come in here? He came in here when? He Not came in here January ago. 23rd, 2021. Fights Dan Hooker. Fights Charles Oliveira. Fights Justin Gaethje. Fights Dude, Michael Chandler. I mean, fights uh, my fights himself. Ferguson, yeah. Fights Tony. Tony Ferguson, and then he's gonna be fighting Dustin Poirier. Those are the toughest fucking guys in the world at lightweight. His like, first fight was like with Dan Hooker, which at the time he was ranked pretty high. Oh yeah, Dan Hooker's an absolute killer for sure. I mean, he's kind of been on a skid or whatever, yeah. but he's never really been the same after that Dustin no. Poirier fight. He when took he got knocked out, dingers. Didn't he get knocked out? He got knocked out against Michael. Yeah, Michael knocked him out. And then Michael basically almost knocked out Charles, and then he got knocked. And then Charles got. And that then Michael was got crazy. KO'd. Crazy that every single fight that, that fight was insane. Michael Chandler's in is a, a good dog fight. fight. Like he definitely brings the views. Oh yeah, every single time. And this Poirier fight, I don't even know how that's gonna go. Dustin Poirier, he just doesn't get tired though. That's what I don't. So that's like it's gonna be a war of attrition. I, I, didn't I don't even know, if that know fight's gonna be announced. I yeah. didn't even know who Dustin Poirier was until that fight with Connor. I had literally never heard of him. What? Yeah. How, Isn't that crazy? How's that possible? I don't know. I think he's... I don't I don't know. Yeah, nope. That fight's not announced yet, but I'm pretty sure it's close. It's close. Michael and... Yeah. Poirier? Mm-hmm. That yeah. would be so good. I don't know who's going to win. I'm, I've am i been missing actually watching sometimes. Really? You've been having withdrawals? Well, no. Watching <laughs> a good fight because some yeah. of these cards have not been that great. I feel like she is. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I literally, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I haven't watched a UFC fight with Kel in probably like what? A month? We've two been busy, months? bro. I know. You've been gone a lot. I literally am always gone or working or with Kellen. And when I'm with Kellen, I want to actually hang out with him and not watch the fights. So he's actually been also a lot better about. I like just watch if, my own if something, time. Yeah, if something hap- is like going on like, on a Saturday. No, I can't do anything this Saturday. Because he used to be like that. When you it, used to be like, it's Saturday, I can't do anything, <laughs> I'm watching the fights. But now you're like, I can rewatch them later. Yeah. So we also have not, we've done a lot more together. Yeah. But, oh, Elite Tapori versus Edson Barboza, I think, yes, there. That's a base step of a competition for Ilya. Okay. <laughs> um we'll talk about more that more later like as the fight gets closer and stuff mm-hmm. but what's another big fight they got announced that like we weren't expecting whatsoever um hom's up versus nate <laughs> oh jeez, oh, yeah. yeah everybody's yeah. this has been the talk of the absolute town huh <laughs> it has <laughs> nate's a big boy that's all i'm gonna say nate knows what he's doing yeah we're taking that fight but that's gonna it's be not a bloodbath. It's not looking good there. Do you think he'll actually even like show up? Or- <laughs> <laughs> I 
Because <laughs> I'm thinking I wouldn't show up. To that. I'm thinking that's uh, a no show. I'm thinking uh, I'm going to take a dive. Maybe on that pull one. the COVID card or something. Then Hamza, here what you're going to do. You're going to take my back and you're going to choke me out. And I'm going to tap before I go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I will give you half of the earnings if, if you literally just let me tap. If Hamza punches him in the face, he's going to get split open so fast. It's going to be bad. It's going to be a doctor's. I was watching James Krause coach he's a he's an absolute legend like he's his analysis of fights are is so much better than mine almost as good as mine <laughs> but, but um he uh so he like called it it's gonna end up being a doctor stoppage because Hamza's gonna think? take him Hamza's gonna take him down and land an elbow and it's just gonna unleash the hounds on his face i don't know if it'll be a doctor stoppage i don't know if- have you seen nate diaz's scar tissue on his face that's true it's not good mate yeah but yeah that's actually a good point yeah um yeah dude i think those there, there's some good f- we'll, we'll have to just i'll have to come at you guys with another episode because oh one thing that i have to say though from the dana wise contender series yesterday i re i watched this fight bo nickel dude uh is this guy real life because um he's like homzotting guys and i know that he's only he's gonna get another fight on the he like he was he was so good that he wasn't even he he choked out a guy in like sixty seconds and then he was like yeah I'm probably because he's only two and zero oh. he was oh. a three time national champion wrestler D one and he what's his name Bo Nickel Bo Nickel that's Dude. like a freaking Bo Nickel like that's the some tickle. type of like. But he, dude, he's legitimately like one of the scariest guys ever because he's going to absolutely murder guys that like when he like says a male stripper name. <laughs> bone nickel J- gigolo give me a nickel bone nickel give me your nickels like pennies money give me your suck of the tickles nipple. give me your tickles tickle like you your said nipple, bone nickel. <laughs> tickle your nickel, nickel. Tickle your nipple. there's so many rhyming like words with his name dude he has trademark galore city like you can make yeah, merch for days like what, he has to have a super good nickname what's his nickname i don't know what his nickname is if I swear if it's something like bad, I'm going to be so annoying. What do you mean? Because Bo Nickel has so much potential. I don't for even a think he has one. He's so legit. He doesn't need one, dude. My name's Bo Nickel. I'll beat and you. And he's a ginger? <laughs> what does that have to do with That anything? is not what I expected Bo Nickel to look like. Dude, isn't he just an absolute god of a man, huh? He, his arms are huge. No, he is going to murder people at the middleweight division. He doesn't even. This give is a my sh- new favorite guy. He doesn't even care. He doesn't even care. We got to get him on the podcast, dude. This let's is my to, man. This is my new Bo, guy. Let's talk to Bo Nickel. <laughs> Bo, you're two and zero. You're the greatest that's ever. You have the belt basically, and you're not even in the UFC, huh? Because he's like, if I fight guys in the top ten, I don't. He's like, I don't even care. It's only a matter of time before I get the belt. So it's like. It doesn't even matter that I'm not that in the UFC is, yet. Literally, that like shook me to my core. I did not expect him to look like that. What you, what were you expecting before I showed you, Bo? A dark, like dark skin, dark hair, kind of like... Oh, so we're talking complete opposite of what? Yeah, literally the complete opposite. Huh. Didn't think... I definitely thought he would have been a brunette. Really? Yeah. What about it? I don't know. The word Bo, always, I always think of brunettes. Yeah. Hmm. Is it the brown you associate it with? with the b yeah o, maybe no yeah but bo nickel's gonna be the ufc middleweight champion you heard it here uh probably so like we're gonna try to get him on the pod five thousand sixty first. definitely not the first I'll person to ever say come that. up with a nickname yeah we'll just be like dude come on here we'll and we'll just some, some we'll rattle off some ideas yeah for bo. 
like tickler bo tickler i'm nickel. still waiting for match. oh wait that doesn't no. make sense bo tickler <laughs> but then it doesn't match with his That's- last name Bo Nickel. Bo the Tickler Nickel. Yeah, that doesn't. Ew, what the frick? <laughs> that doesn't go. No. We have I, to come my up with something. My throat's really dry right now. I wish I could reach oh, over and drink some water. Do you want water. some of my water? No, not your tap water ass. He's such a water like critic. It's so annoying. But then you're the worst. You drink? No. You, you don't drink by choice? or? Huh? Never mind. It's okay. I'm David so Onama though is gonna be a killer. What else? What else is on the thing? What do you? What else, Bianca? What? Let's end, let's end this soon. What else is there? I don't have anything else to add. Let's let's refresh the page and this see if anything. This is your world. I'm living in it. Oh my god. Let's refresh the page. Open something else. Oh. One other thing, really quick, really quick, really quick here. How many times have he, has he said that? It's 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 actually kind of it's actually kind of fun doing this because it gives me some time to think about what I want to say. And okay. let's go back. Bo nickel, bo nickel. Okay, we get it. We got to think um, of a name. A nickname. We got some boys coming. Big boys coming. We're talking big boys are coming, dude. We've got Sergey Spivak beating Augusto Sakai. Who knew? Like, okay, we knew Sergey Spivak was good, but how does this guy throw around almost 300-pound men like they're a bag? Like, they're, like it's just like a weight, like, you know, like the body bags they throw in practice? They just He just trips guys and throws them on their ass, dude. And I don't understand how Sergey does, and then he ground pounds you or will submit you. So we've got Sergey coming. Sergey's coming up the rankings and then alexander romanov who's going to be fighting uh march in tibera i think coming up soon and those are two guys ufc keep them separated i don't know if they're friends they could be friends or whatever but <laughs> the only guy to beat sergey speedback and well, i don't even remember oh, i'm just kind of winging it here but sergey speedback he came in on short notice against tom aspinall and where's tom aspinall oh yeah he was fighting uh, for a number one contenders fight against curtis blades before isn't he, he out of the ufc tom yeah or no not tom i was thinking ben Askren. I always get their names mixed up. Yeah, I can see how you get Tom and Ben Askren. Tom Aspinall, Ben Askren. <laughs> they both have last names that start with A's. Everyone's got a last name. <sighs> okay, Aspinall and Askren, I get it. Yeah. Okay. Tell me that doesn't Sergei sound similar. Sergey coming. The polar bear's <laughs> coming for you. Last of its kind. And then Alexander Romanov. Last of its kind? That's so mean. Uh, dude, okay. Extinction joke. It's not a joke. Climate change. You- yeah, it's fucked up. But Alexander Romanov is coming too. Those two guys keep them separated, like I said, because those guys can just take out the whole division together. Like, oh, Sergey, you take out this guy. Okay, you take out this guy. And then <laughs> they just like- keep climbing. And then before you know it, they're in the top five fighting uh, Taito Ibasa and giving everybody, including Cyril Gon, problems. Because Cyril Gon. what have we learned about the UFC? Master grappling beats master striking every single time which is so weird you would think it wouldn't but it does mm-hmm. that's why bone nickel is going to be a killer because he's, he's a got a knockout grappler. power absolute amazing athlete and can wrestle for offense and then obviously no one's gonna so shoot he was him. a wrestler to start though yeah i said he was a three-time national yeah. championship nas- national champion national for penn champ- state okay i didn't know I what that meant wrestling what do you I think he was know. a football player well you know how the guys that go before the ufc they go there in the different thing hmm? 
there and like that before you go to ufc there's like other types of fighting things yeah. i thought it was one of those national champion no um, he would absolutely piss he on anybody, I, he you know? definitely looks like a wrestler he doesn't even give a shit like he gets in there and then he just takes you down and then any piece of shit so how is he good at at striking then because in wrestling you his only... first fight he cleaned someone's clock Holy with God. like a like a combo <gasps> That's Bo's the, he's the man i can't wait for i was so he because he was the headliner on the we'll ask to get him on yeah um what what sport do you think translates best to ufc or mma like what sport like if you came out Wrestling. of it no 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 no, no. <laughs> okay you mean like like basketball yeah 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 football basketball uh, or football ow. jamal hill i think was a basketball player and he's an um, would you want to how would you like to get in a fight at a a uh, street court game pickup game street court game a pickup game with jamal hill okay i actually think the best one to come out Hot of would sport. be wrestler duh football <laughs> would be football <laughs> really? would be football i think basketball there's some no. good ass basketball players i think phil Rowe. no uh what's a jamal hill and then there's some other good basketball players there's gotta be some <laughs> you think that Khabib? steph curry could come fight Khabib? Steph Curry give me like a linebacker and put him in the the cage they're doing okay (laughs) you're right (laughs) i mean but if you put a linebacker versus a wrestler who's winning bo nickel beats a linebacker every time you think i don't know huh what (laughs) what (laughs) no you're right uh i don't know what position mm. in football is best? Do you think a linebacker, safety? Oh, wait, it depends on the weight. The class. biggest guy there is. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe you could get like a really athletic I wanted, quarterback. I wanted to show you. Okay, Trent Williams for the San Francisco Forty Niners. Right here, because that hurt. Trent Williams for the San Francisco Forty Niners. He's five six five three twenty. Okay, Trent Williams, our left tackle. He's six five three twenty. Yeah. Do you think Colby Covington could beat him in a fight? No. See, this is interesting to me. I already texted one of my that one kid Taylor, and he said Colby Covington beats him easy. Really? Just because Colby, it's skill versus, probably skill versus size is the debate. Skill mm. versus size. Three twenty six five. That's a huge man. I would. Li- he could literally. My dad doesn't wrap think that Colby can freaking neck and just put him down, right? Yeah, but Colby's a big dude. Your dad doesn't think that. And Colby, th- and he, my dad, and he's San Francisco 49ers like a god. Well, I'm kind of agreeing with him. I think yeah. size overpowers skill. Actually, I don't know. That is a good debate. Hmm. I think Colby. Let us know him. in the comments. I think Colby beats him. But okay, what? Yeah. We're going to end this sucker. It was kind of a free for all here. We it's our first time back, so we're just testing the waters again. Yeah. Like, just putting our feet in. Yeah. We're just putting our feet in. But, um, yeah. Let's get after it. Thank Michelle Olashajic, he's going to get a fight soon. Let's go. We can't promise you that it won't be another three weeks before another episode. I will promise out. you that we'll be back next week. <laughs> we won't. Yes, we will. My sister's getting married. I don't got time for that. It's like the world's against me. Yeah, my sister's getting married next week, so love my life. Yeah. We have to give a speech, so we're not watch the anxiety kick in. I'm not giving one. <laughs> I refuse. You're going to be fine. Okay. Later, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. For boring you. Bye.